Hello, hello. Good morning, folks. Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you're listening in part of the world. Listen, my name is Angel, and I'm the host of this great podcast, the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Listen, if you're following me on Facebook, please share this content. It's a, we're going to have a great, great uh, podcast today. Great show. I have a special guest today, so I want you to tune in. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel. And please listen to this uh, uh, YouTube video because you're going to want to tune in. We're going to be talking about building websites, all right, designing websites and the three most annoying things that you can find on a website. So I have a special guest because this guy knows what he's talking about. So if you're looking to design uh, your page or website or you already have one and you need to improve it, listen, he's going to give us some great tips. So. I hope you guys could follow, listen to this whole video because it's going to be a great podcast. So thank you again for joining. Subscribe. Click that subscribe button, notification, because we're going to be dropping some good content. And this is going to be one that you don't want to miss. Tune in. All right, folks. Yeah. So like I said, man, thank you again for joining the show. Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Listen, we're going to have some great material today. This is very important, man, because as you know, there's many websites out there, many people who know what they're doing, some who pretend that they know what they're doing, and then your websites don't work. They don't work out, right? And I've seen a lot of websites that are good, some that could be better and whatnot. So today I have a special guest. His name is Jeff. All right, I met him uh, through the internet and whatnot. So I'm going to get to know him uh, along with you guys as well. He has a great story. This guy was born an entrepreneur at a young age. He was out there hustling. Uh, he sold lemonade and cookies to cyclists who were passing by his house. And this guy knew from the very beginning how to make that money. Right and in high school, he bought uh, was it candy bars and cracker jacks. All right, and he sold them to his students. So this guy already had the entrepreneurship uh, spirit at a very early age. So today, he's joining me on this podcast because we're going to be talking about many things. So guys, please welcome Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you, Angel? Good, man, man. First of all, thank you for uh, taking out your time. He's on the West Coast, guys, and this guy's 8 o'clock in the morning, and he's giving me the opportunity to have him on this podcast. Man, I'm so blessed and so honored to have you, man. How are you doing, man? How's everything? I'm doing well. I've actually been up since about six because my oh. almost five-year-old woke me up. So, <laughs> oh God, a five-year-old! Oh my God, eight o'clock's not bad. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I know. My daughter is nine years old. Thank God, my daughter sleeps in pretty well. But there's time when she wants to get up on the weekends when it's not a school day and, and interrupt mm-hmm. that sleeping time. But anyways, Jeff. So, yeah. man, thank you so much for being here. So, uh, so before we get into a lot of things that you do with web designing and, and we're going to be talking about what are the top three most annoying things on the website. And trust me, I think there's a lot more than three, the yes. three, but we're going to talk about those three top ones. So 
before we get into it, um, Jeff, talk to me a little bit about yourself. Um, when you were growing up, you know, who were your role models, your parents, you know, any siblings and stuff like that? How was it growing up? And I, as I said, I could see in your your bio, you know, you, you started hustling at an early age. So talk about that a little bit. Sure. Yeah, I grew up in uh, San Diego, California. I uh, had two younger brothers uh, who both okay. turned out to be bigger than me, even though I'm the oldest. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but that was fun. I had... Uh, you know, good family, and uh, my dad had a business, but he was, he was a general contractor, uh, so he was okay. still doing all the work. Um, so I got to see, you know, kind of a little bit of business from that side, not so much the marketing as as much as just getting out there and getting the job done. Um, okay. My mom took care of us at home, um, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think I always just kind of had some kind of itch to build things. So yeah. I, I built Legos and Kinect sets and Erector sets, but I also like to create systems and eventually websites and things. And like you mentioned, okay. I, I I don't know if every weekend there's always a bunch of cyclists that would drive by our house. We were on some route that they would do. And so ah. um, I, had my, I had my dad build a uh, lemonade stand because he's a yeah. contractor. So <laughs> I had probably the fanciest lemonade stand ah. there was. Okay. Um, so I got that set up. My mom helped me, you know, make the lemonade and cookies and everything and made the signs and we got it out there. And of course, you guys are tired and yeah, thirsty. Exactly. So they got their lemonade and they're usually there pretty early in the morning. So sometimes they wanted uh, cookies or coffee or things. I didn't do coffee <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. I don't know. But right. Um, now, yeah, what age fr- was this? How old were you? This is elementary school, uh, probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, somewhere yeah. in that range. Get out of here. Um, it's, yeah, so I got my first lesson in entrepreneurship, too, when after, you know, the first couple times uh, selling stuff, I'm like, this is great. And my parents are like, okay, th- this is how much you owe us for the ingredients for the lemonade and everything. Oh, and I'm like, oh man. I'm like, oh. Yeah, they're taxing you early. <laughs> but I was like, I, I, okay, fine. I guess that makes sense. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, there's yep. only the, the, you have to buy the... Lucky they didn't charge you for renting the space on the front yeah, yard. <laughs> Seriously, that would be crazy. So then, uh, so that, that started at early age. See, that's that's what I like this because that's and that's why some people say with the young entrepreneur mindset podcast is not just because you're young now, but at a young age, you had that that energy. You had, you had that vision at an early age. Where some, I mean, myself at that age, I was you know, especially on the weekends, I would just wake up to watch cartoons. You know, that, that was the only thing I could. <laughs> think about mm-hmm. at that time what but what year is was this more or less is this in the 90s oh, 2000s yeah early 90s early 90s okay okay you're showing your age here that, that's that's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so okay so now you're doing that and then but in high school so now you're, you're in high school and you still have the mentality right to you purchase some goods and you're you're selling them and you're making a little profit so talk to us about that in high school yeah, well, I, I had bought a used car, and it had a uh, just you know an old stereo. Didn't really do much. I think it was a cassette player, maybe, and yeah. the speakers didn't sound very good. So I wanted to get a better sound system for it. And my first thought was, well, just you know, kind of as a joke, took a coffee can around with a sign and said, "Donate to the CD player for Jeff's car fund." But uh, oh. my mom was like, "Hey, you're just begging. That's not cool." <laughs> and I'm oh, like, okay. "Okay." So she called me out on that, and I'm like, "You're right." So uh, I went to, I think, Smart and Final was the store I went to and started buying 
candy and Cracker Jacks and stuff in bulk. You get like the king size candy bars, the stuff you couldn't get in the vending machines. And right. I'd carry that around with me to my classes in, in between classes. And I'd sell that to <laughs> the other students. And that's uh-huh. how I started raising money to, to buy a nicer stereo for my car. That's cool that your mom said you're begging because it's true because you're asking. You're not providing a service or that's selling right. any products. So that's what that was a good tip. Because yep. now you, you're you're making a profit, but you're providing, which of course, I mean, who doesn't you 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 know use a candy bar in high school, or the sugar and 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 those cravings that you get in high school, and whatnot. Yep. So then after high school, so that's good to know. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So after high school, now do you you go to college? Yeah, I went to UC Irvine, uh, which is you know here in Orange County, and okay. I studied computer science, uh, software systems, and yeah. Um, and so I actually started working in that industry when I graduated, making cell phone games. Uh, but I, on the side, making cell phone games, cell phone games. Yeah. So when I started, it was actually before smartphones took over the world. So it was just right. your like flip phones or, you know, slide open phones. Yeah. Um, and so our business model was uh, the reason we could do it so well is we'd make a game, but then we'd put in these checks uh so it would check what device it's running on. So how big the screen is, how much memory it has, uh, how much storage it has, and then load up the right version for that phone. That So that okay. way it, it wouldn't lag, it would load quickly, and it would all fit on the phone. So we had tools that we developed to make that happen. And so right. we would charge publishers per build, meaning if you want it to run on these 200 handsets, you got to charge us 200 times whatever the price is. Uh, wow. But then smartphones started coming out, and then you know Sony and these different places are like, well, we just want it for like this iPhone and this other one over here. And suddenly the business model didn't work, which was you know not good for that company. It's no longer yeah. around. Um, but yeah, so I started doing that. And uh, uh, around that time, I started my own LLC because I wanted to start investing. Um, right on the side, I started doing some uh, real estate investing. I, I owned a rental property in Indianapolis for a little while. Mm. Uh, so I got property management to take care of it. Uh, I don't know if you want me to keep talking about that, but yeah, no, go ahead. Want. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Give us a little bit of tip on that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I studied lots of like tried to learn from real estate courses and things, and so I had a of plan course. of what I was doing. But uh, as with any business, you never know what's going to happen when. So when I bought it, uh, I had a tenant in there. He was a good tenant, always paid on time. Uh, but then, like within a month of me buying it that guy passed away. And oh, wow. so like a neighbor found him, you know, and then had to figure out next of kin and then the place was a mess. So right off the bat, I had to, you know, I didn't have income from him and I had to put out money to fix up of the place course. and then try and get it rented again. Yeah. And that's had, your investment, you know? Exactly. So that made yeah. it a little, a rocky start because, uh, you know, <laughs> when you're putting more cash out and not money coming in, it's, it's always stressful. <laughs> No, it is, man. But thanks for sharing that because that's that's important to focus on because you would think that, I mean, as entrepreneurs, we try different, you know, opportunities, different investments, you know, mm-hmm. some work out, some work out, but the ones that don't work out, you learn from them, you know? Yeah. So definitely. talk to me about, uh, thanks for sharing the story, man. That That's an awesome story. I know but you have probably a lot more to emphasize on that, but now that you, you're in college, you know, you're taking the computer <clears throat> science course and whatnot, what were, what was your your focus during college or maybe what you wanted to pursue after college? Uh, well, I, I was always torn because 
you know, I had the entrepreneurial side of like kind of wanting to do my own thing. Um, right. But of course, at the same time, you're always like, okay, I got to pay the bills. This is the path that you're supposed to take, go to college, get a job and things. And so I did, you know, go to job fairs and I ended up, like I said, working for that cell phone game company. I worked okay. for a couple other companies, but I always, uh, ever since I finished college, always had something on the side. So whether it was the real estate or eventually I, I sold stuff on Amazon for a while, had my own brand and a blog. Um, and I could talk about that too, but there, there was always the part of me that wants to go do more entrepreneurial stuff, but yeah, fighting the urge to be the like responsible, make sure there's a steady income. Um, and of course that was always easier when I was single because I didn't have as many responsibilities, but once I got married, I'm like, okay, I really got to, you know, make sure ah. I'm uh, making money here. Exactly. So, so how long have you been uh, married now? How's, how's the marriage life? And you have a five-year-old son? Uh, I've been married 10 years. I've got my oldest will turn five in a couple of weeks. Um, the middle one is two and a half. And then we've got a almost six month old. Oh, wow. Okay. So you busy father over there, man. That's awesome. And blessings to yeah. your family. That's awesome. Thank you. So, okay. So now you get out of college and so let, let's get into what we really want to hear today, which is, you know, the website. Cause how, how did you come up? And I see there with the Frobro web technologies, which guys, you can follow him, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook through the right there. You see the Frobro web technologies. Um, how, how did you come up with the name? Obviously uh, you guys can see, you know, you got the, the fro bro, they're going going to the fro. So, how how was the the whole concept? Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, I've actually always been interested in computers and technology, and I've been making my own website since high school. Made them by hand at that point. Uh, you know, at one point I bought an HTML reference book and pretty much read it cover to cover and taking notes and trying to use it as I'm learning all the different tips and things. Yeah. Um, and so from there, it got more sophisticated over the years and. In between, you know, doing these different ventures, I actually use some of that knowledge, making my own websites for the blog and, and things. Um, but I had people would always ask me to make them websites. So like my parents, uh, I made websites for them. Other friends, okay. you know, asked me to make them websites. So at a certain point, I was like, hey, you know what? This is a skill I have. I like doing mm. it. Um, I might as well turn this into an actual business. And uh, so I did that, I think around... 2014, I kind of made Frobro Web Technologies official in terms of the name. Uh, okay. But, but the background is, you know, for my hair at least, that's, yeah. that's obviously a big part of it. Uh, when I was growing up, I, I just had a crew cut, like a flat top. And ah, okay. at the time I was little, that's just what I had. It's what I knew. Went to the barbershop, easy, done. Um, but in high school, my mom, she was always, you know, pushing me to grow out your hair, grow out your hair. And so I finally did. And it turned out as this, you know, curly, uh, yeah, this puffy, massive <laughs> bit of hair yeah. on top. So I liked it. Other people liked it. So I kept it and it kind of gave me like uh, made me stand out a little bit. So I got a nickname, yeah. Jeffro in the halls at school. You know, I used to be just kind of like more of a not shy, but just, you know, I knew a few kids in my class and that was fine. Now I'd walk through the hallways and random people would like reach out and try to touch my hair okay. just to see what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the design that all the kids now all the kids now have is they shave down here and they have this big puffy thing. That that's I we see that a lot here and I see that a lot of the students here is like it's a weird haircut. Back then yeah. 
I kind of yeah. I like having a little more here. It makes it look a little. Uh, I like the appeal overall a little better. Exactly, and I like the design you have on your website because I saw the guy with like his arms like this. He had the glasses, and then you had the yeah. robot. You design all that. And that's awesome. Yeah, I have fun with it. Uh, I've gone through several iterations of the design. Um, that's cool, but, man. But yeah, the the whole idea, at least with applying that name to the company, is that you know, like the fro gave me an elevated identity and made me stand out. That's exactly. what a good professional website should do for your business. It should set you apart and make people notice you. Exactly. Then let's let's get into that. So for you, let's start off with the three most annoying things on the website. Let's let's talk about that. So go ahead and give us some tips on that. Most annoying things on the website. Yeah, there's there's a lot of annoying things people do. Uh, I'd say I one know. of the most annoying is uh, pop-ups. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not opposed to having a strategically placed or street, you know well-timed pop-up that provides value to the user. But what I see a lot is there's just a ton of pop-ups and it's getting in the way of the user doing what they need to do on your website. A distraction. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I pulled up a recipe on my phone the other day and it, I don't know if recipe sites are all like this, but there's about four or five different pop-ups. They're blocking half the screen. I'm trying to scroll past them to get to the recipe and I can't because they just keep covering the whole thing. And that's uh. super annoying. So it's like, why would I want to bookmark this site to come back next time if all you're doing is flashing ads in my face? So okay. I'd say if you're going to use a pop-up, you got to use it sparingly, right? So decide what's something of value you can offer to the visitor yeah. so that they're not going to be annoyed, first of all. And okay. if it's the first thing you see when you land on a page, of course you're going to be annoyed. It's like, I'm trying to look for this thing, this article, and you're blocking it for me. So don't show right away. Maybe wait until... I've had enough time to read the article or scroll down through most of the article, then right. show it to me. Um, don't just ask for something like, Hey, sign up for this. Like maybe offer me something like, Hey, uh, we'll send you a free, uh, you know, ebook of recipes. Exactly. For your email address. Okay. I'm willing to do that now because you've given me value. Saw, yeah, right, exactly. So it's not just like, shouting at people because that's what it feels like when all these pop-ups are coming to your face you feel like you're just being accosted and you're like I, leave me alone exactly um, so that's that, crazy that's because number one. yeah no that's that's and that's good the the pop-ups uh, being the number one because yesterday I'm, I'm studying this whole youtube thing too with algorithms and and all these tips and that's why i started my my podcast actually different i usually start with the video and then some people when they see the same thing over and over they just either skip it or they just don't tune in. So that's why I was like, tune in guys at the beginning. But it's funny mm -hmm. because the pop-ups in YouTube, there's sometimes on the very top, it says suggestion. So it'll suggest mm -hmm. you. And when a guy that was following, he said, take off, don't put those suggestions because if someone's looking at your video in the first minute and you get suggestions, they're already distracted. They're going to click on it and they're going to forget about your video right. and you're not going to have those. So that's very important, man. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so that's number one. What's the second one? Uh, number two, something that's really annoying are the autoplay videos. So sometimes there's they're inside a pop-up, but sometimes they're just part of the actual page, and uh, it just starts playing. Uh, and it's the worst when there's sound, too, because you might be, like, sitting on the couch, you know, just doing some work, try to open an article, and then you forgot your sound was on loud, and it's just, like, blasting at you, and it wakes up your your kid over here and you're like, ah, you know, he's trying yeah. to stop it. And that's super annoying. It's like, if I want to watch the video, I'll press play. Um, okay. And then there's also some sites I've seen that have this really annoying feature where 
it doesn't start right away. So then you you do stuff, you go navigate somewhere else, and then suddenly you hear sound and you're like, where's this coming from? Okay. And you've got to go through the, like 40 or 50 tabs and like, okay, which uh. one is playing sound and turn it off. So anytime a site has video that plays automatically, especially with sound, I find that super annoying. And okay. again, it's, it's, it's almost invasive, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's distracting. Anything that's distracting now and, and any type of video, audio, it, it's, it's going to take value away from what you're trying to do. That's the way I see it. So, um, but those auto, now all these things that you're giving these advice is something that when you do web design, you, you carefully look at those things, correct? Right. Well, like I said with the pop-ups, it's not that you can never use a pop-up. It's that right. you need to be strategic about it and think okay. about the experience for the visitor. Exactly. Okay. To be okay. adding value. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So that's the second one. Go ahead with the third one. Uh, the slow load time. Uh, that's oh, just yeah. annoying because people don't like to wait, especially in our culture. We're used to like, you know, Twitter and sound bites and everything happening now, 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 Fast. Uh, yeah. which is great. But then when it doesn't happen, it's really, really obnoxious, especially if you're in a rush. So if someone's site doesn't load quickly or snappy, you're, you just get mad at them, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, Come on. Um, yeah. So making sure that you have a, a fast web host. So, um, you know, the files get served quickly, making sure you use proper, um, you're thinking about the size of your images on the page. Uh, all of those things that factor into load time, exactly. uh, you know, can make a big difference. So obviously it's annoying for your users to have to wait uh, and they might leave and try somewhere else, right? Exactly. Um, but it's also actually bad for your SEO ranking because Google okay. and other search engines have started looking at uh, load time as a ranking metric. So if, if okay. you and another site are tied in terms of authority and ranking for a certain page, but there's loads yeah. faster, guess what? You're going to be ranked below them. Now, now, give us a little tip on that because for some listeners that are, are like, what's SEO? I've heard of it. I don't understand it too much myself. So what, what is the SEO? What does that stand for and what is it? Yeah, uh, sorry to throw out the acronyms there. No, SEO no, no. stands That's for uh, search engine optimization. So search that means engine. optimizing your website for the search engines to find it and rank it well. Um, There's a little bit of um, technical on-page SEO that you need to do to make sure that you're talking to the search engine and giving it the information it needs. Um, And then there's off-page SEO, which is like getting your information elsewhere uh, that points back to your site to help build authority of your site to show that you're legit um, and all your information is accurate and these are the things that you do. So, uh, for example, let's say um, uh, if you're a street sweeping company, okay, you want to make sure your page is ranking well for street sweeping Los Angeles or wherever you are. <clears throat> so you need to have that phrase. That's a key phrase or a keyword that okay. you would put somewhere in your page, usually in the title or header, kind of work it in to your content somewhere. Um, <clears throat> so you're basically telling Google, hey, this is what my page is about. And it needs to okay. know that so that when a person goes to Google and types in street sweeping Los Angeles, Google says, right. oh, I know a site that talks about that. Here you go. Oh, right. So, okay. so that's just oversimplified version. But that's that's kind of what the whole idea is, because uh, okay. you want to rank higher than your competitors for those same keywords. You want to rank better in certain geographic areas. So 
Absolutely. showing up in Los Angeles as opposed to Chicago or something. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of a quick overview. Okay. Okay. So um, so long load times. Let's talk about that because there's there's uh that happens a lot when you see the load times. Mm-hmm. What what generates that is a load time? Is it is it the uh I, I don't what 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 causes that? That's a great question, and there's a lot of layers to it. So a number okay. of things can contribute to the slowness, and if you don't address any of them, they all just stack up and you get a really slow website. So right. the server where your website lives, that's that's one uh, aspect of it because what happens is a person makes a request for a website web page, and then the server says, okay, here's the web page, and gives it to them, right? Uh, most people are on some economy hosting on GoDaddy or wherever, I was um, going to say that, that GoDaddy is very yes, famous. Yeah. But what you're doing there is you're actually sharing computer compute resources uh, with other websites that you don't know. So, so there's a lot of traffic. Can I say um, that or no? Uh, what I'm saying is someone coming to your website might have to wait for someone else's website to load first. Ah. Because it's one server with multiple websites on it. And they're just like, ah, here you go, here you go, here you go. Um, and it's not okay. a dedicated... Uh, server just for you okay so, i mean if you just start now or have a blog you might not necessarily want to pay for your own server but you know yeah the faster your web host is that's that's one factor um okay. uh, one way to kind of get around that is to use a cdn which is a content delivery network maybe okay. you've heard of cloudflare or something like that uh a, a content delivery network is uh a network of computers and servers across different regions. So you might have some on the West Coast, East Coast, different countries, and um, they store copies of your website at each of these locations. Right. So that, that way, when I want to go to your website, it gets intercepted and sends me a copy of it from the closest server. So rather than my original server who's on the East Coast, if I go to it now, I'm going to get it from Los Angeles, and it's going to load a lot faster. Ah, okay. All right. That that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for clarifying that because I I seen that on websites too, and it's like, man, what's taking so long? And then you know it loses value. Yeah, um, that, that's just one aspect. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so speaking of those annoying things, well, not not so much of the annoying things, but what are some basic things uh, someone can do to improve the search engine ranking? Mm-hmm. So we we kind of started touching on it. Uh, one thing that I see a lot of people. Uh, miss is uh, just the title of their page. So in a lot of yeah. themes or templates, you know, this is your homepage, right? Contact page about right. nothing wrong with that in the menu. That makes sense. You know, people know to click on home to go back to the homepage. Exactly. Um, so it's fine to call it home in the menu, but for the actual title of the page, give it uh, a name that's meaningful. Okay. Right. That way the search engine knows what this page is about. I'm sure there's millions of websites in Google's index that all say home. Yeah, right. That, that's yeah. not helpful. No. So for me, instead of saying home for Obro Web, it says uh, I have to look at it. But something like web design, SEO, and hosting for Obro Web Technologies. Okay. So those are things that I do, and that's telling Google that my page uh, is relevant for those search terms. So that's a quick, simple thing that anyone can do on their own website to help bump them up in the rankings a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so let's say someone goes and visit your website. Um, let's say after the show and whatnot, and mm-hmm. they contact you. Your information is there. What are the like the first steps? Like, you want to get to know what what their ideas are, what's their target audience, and stuff like that. What they? Yeah. So I'll start with conversation and figure out 
Uh, I typically work with businesses. So um, okay. I'll find out more about your business, uh, what you do, uh, where you're at now in terms of like the customers and the amount of business you're doing and where you're trying to go, what this website needs to do. Because uh, right. sometimes it's just, uh, you know, an informational website about the company so that there's a place that people can contact them. And okay. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. But other other businesses have uh, more needs in a website. So they might have a lot more forms or applications on their website. They might want to have a login for their customers and a okay. dashboard for them to do something. And then, and then of course, there's e-commerce sites too, uh, which then you have a full working uh, shopping cart on that site. Uh, exactly. So we kind of get all that understood, make sure we know what we're trying to do. Uh, and then from there, I can move on to creating some designs and mock-ups and kind of fleshing out what we want the design to look like so that it matches your brand, looks professional. Uh, And uh, then we can move into some of the research and copywriting phase where we are uh, looking at some of those strategic keywords that we want to rank for. Right. Writing the messaging on the site so that, yes, we have the keywords sprinkled in there, but we also mainly have to be talking to the visitor, you know, the person coming to the page so that they're doing so we convey the information we want and maybe doing the thing we want them to do. Um, so whether that's making an appointment or calling us, sending an email, filling out a form, we need to make sure we're speaking their language, giving them yeah. what they want, make them feel comfortable working with the company. And so that can take a while to kind of work all that out and make sure uh, it's effective. Um, and then okay. from there, it's just kind of building it out and then optimizing it for load time and, and things like that. Yeah, because I see also on websites, some people have on their website, uh, you know, subscribe to the newsletter. And then, mm-hmm. you know, is that is that just basically to collect the data from the from the people or? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously as a business owner, you want to collect uh, email addresses. You want to know who your customers are or at least interested parties are because then you can get in front of them. Um, okay. That's one of the benefits of having your own website and, as opposed to just being on Facebook or something else. Yeah. Um, you have full control over your look and feel, but you also own your own your own audience. Like with a Facebook page, if you put a post up, maybe 3% of the people are going to see it. Yeah. Uh, unless you boost the post, you got to pay extra money for your own followers to see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I've made that mistake in the past too, and I, I stopped doing that on Facebook. Well, it didn't used to be that way, but they, you know, that's the problem. They can change the rules anytime. But if it's your right. own website and you own the email list, then you can email your people whenever you want. Directly. So that's why that's there. Um, I will remind everybody, like we talked about earlier with the pop-ups, don't just ask someone to subscribe. Give them a reason to subscribe. Exactly. So whether that's a free report or a gift or something, you know, make it worth their email address, you know. Make it a no-brainer for them to say, here's my email address. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect, man. Thank you. And um, now, how how to promote a website? Let's let's talk about that because, you know, a lot of people have websites, but it seems like um, if you don't talk about it, like nobody knows about it, nobody could follow you. How, how do we promote that website? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how pretty it is if no one ever sees it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I think a problem here that a lot of people run into is they immediately say, okay, I got to start running ads or something like that, whatever their go-to thing is. I'd say you have to start with who is my customer and where is my customer? Because depending on your business, that will, that the answer to that question will change. Um, So if the answer is, Oh, my customers are, you know, young people on Facebook, then yes, go on Facebook, post there, run ads there. Great. Um, But if it, 
is a different demographic that's not on Facebook, don't waste your time running ads on Facebook. Maybe exactly. you should be going to a local professional association and speaking to get in front of your target market, right? Is it business okay. owners in your area? Because that would be different if it's, you know, 50, 60 year olds as opposed to the younger people who are on Facebook. So knowing your uh, target audience can help you decide where to go and how to promote the website. Okay. I can talk about um, some of the options if you, if you want to go more into. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't things, mind but... a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. So like Facebook ads is one uh, Google ads, of course. Um, search engine optimization is a strategy um, because if you commit to that uh, within six to 12 months, if you're just working on SEO, um, uh, then over time you're going to get up to the top of the list for your keywords. And it's going to be really hard to knock you down for that. Um, so there's, there's search engine, there's SEO search engine optimization. Then there's SEM, which is search engine marketing, which really just yeah. means you're paying for ads on the search results. So Pretty when much. you do a search, you see the few at the top that say sponsored or ad. That's what that is. That means somebody paid to show up for that keyword. Ah, okay, so okay. that's an approach as well. If you're like, eh, I, I'm not going to bother writing all this content or optimizing my keywords. I'm just going to pay Google like to show me at the top. Like, exactly. Okay. Exactly. If you got money, you can do that. Yeah. Now, how, how reliable are website speed tests? Talk a little bit about that. Uh, First of so all, how do you do a speed test? First of all, because how you, to understand how reliable they are, what is the speed test? How do how sure. you do that? That's a good, a, a great question. Uh, so there's a number of different tests out there. There's Google Page Speed Insights, which is pretty okay. uh, popular. There's uh, GT Metrics, Y Slow. Uh, they all do things a little differently, but they give you a lot of the same numbers. Yeah. Um, with any uh, website speed test, you got to take it with a grain of salt uh, because okay. uh, it, it's going to be almost impossible to get 100% on every factor that they're testing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because your website needs to do something. And sometimes doing those things, uh, it requires a little bit of time or you know loading that has to happen. Um, and there's some things that you don't control. So for example, if you're putting on uh, a Google Analytics tag or a Facebook pixel on your site, yeah. and the, the uh, speed test says, hey, you know, you need to speed up this load time or, you know, change the caching expiration on this file. And you're like, I don't control that file. It comes from Facebook or Google. So right. there's some stuff you can't control. Uh, but the tests are really helpful when it comes to the things you can control, uh, like optimizing your images, for example. Um, I think that's a big thing that slows down a lot of websites. People just take the picture that they took on their phone or whatever, and it's, you know, 12 megapixels, and then they're showing it on a screen that's this big. Um, the thing that people don't realize is that even though the browser is showing it this big, it loaded yeah. the whole big image and then squished it down. So before you publish that website, you need to shrink your image, then put the smaller image on your website so that it loads quickly and you're not wasting all that bandwidth and that time exactly. and loading that huge image that nobody's going to see. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I appreciate that. So let's say uh, last but not least, because I see here, um, would you accept payments in Bitcoin for your services? Because, you know, Bitcoin is this big thing now. And I've I seen one of the questions here on the interview questions. And what do you think about that with the Bitcoin and payments? Yeah, no, I think I would. Um, I think we're still early in the adoption cycle of Bitcoin. I think it's inevitable that it's coming when you look at the regulations that uh, 
you know, some of the government organizations have rolled out, they're actually planning to treat this as a real thing. Uh, and okay. you get a lot of legitimate uh, financial institutions coming on board too, offering crypto trading to their clients. So uh, if you're going to bet on anything, bet on Wall Street greed because they want to make uh, fees off of all this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd take Bitcoin. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be the future of payments as we can see right now. Mm -hmm. So Jeff, man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your time. So just a quick overview. Number one, pop-ups, one of the most annoying things. So mm -hmm. control those pop-ups. Those are distractions. Uh, autoplay videos, they're not bad, but if you have all this, this sound that's coming from somewhere, you, you don't get distracted and it's, that's annoying. And slow load times. So that, those are very good tips, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, Jeff, I appreciate your time. Um, hopefully, maybe sometime in the future, we can connect again and, and bring some more stuff. So, so you could be reached at, uh, at the Frobo Web Technologies, right? And, yep. and all your information is there on your website? Yeah, if you go to froberweb.com, you'll find everything there. Uh, froberweb.com slash contact, you'll see uh, okay. my information. You can schedule a free 15-minute call with me. Uh, I'd be happy to talk to you about your website, give you some ideas for how to improve it. And, of course, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, at froberweb. Okay, good. Actually, I have two websites because I, I run uh, some businesses with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send you those websites just so you look at it and maybe give me some tips as to what we can do because I don't see there's too much traffic, you know, sure. with the website. And that's where as a small business where we, you know, struggle at the beginning of any, you know, business and whatnot. So, yeah, I'd be happy but, to take a look. Yeah, man, I'll send you that to you uh, now through maybe through Messenger. I'll send you your email so you could see that as well. And any tips, I mean, I greatly appreciate it, Jeff. Thank sure you for thing. your time, man. And I hope that, you know, through this podcast, you're able to get maybe some leads, some businesses and whatnot. I have a lot of friends are commenting and, and stuff like that. So I, I appreciate everyone tuning in and sharing this content. So, Jeff, once again, man, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You have a great uh, weekend with your family. All right. All right. Thanks. You too. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. All right, folks. Well, there we have it, man. As you can see, you can follow him once again under Frobro Web Technologies. You can follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatnot, through that same name. And again, guys, uh, the audio download, as you can see, is going to be available uh, through these platforms. So thank you again uh, for joining me. I hope you guys could uh, share this content, subscribe to the channel. I hope you enjoyed this information because these are some very important tips. And I'm going to be showing him some of the stuff that i have so guys once again uh you can see here drymailbox.com visit my website all right because this is for the insert for the mailboxes here in florida especially with all this rain that we're getting right now so visit the website there as you know i also have uh my energy I, you can see here my my energy drink man i had my coffee this morning but if you're into natural supplements go ahead and go to energy gold sticks get uh look up the website there that's my wife's website and if you're into natural products, you're going to really enjoy these products, all right? So thank you guys for joining. I want to leave you guys with this a word that uh, that's something that I like to do at the end of my shows. It's just to share a positive note. It's under Proverbs 14.3, and it says, Proud fools talk too much. The words of the wise protect them. Very simple, all right, guys? So thank you, man. Have a blessed weekend, and I'll see you on the next show. Uh, sometime soon. I'll keep you guys posted what's going to happen on the next show. So
Thank you guys. Enjoy your weekend. Take care and thanks for tuning in.